This is John Halsman, and welcome to the Patrick Henry Podcast, where we hold the world's elite's feet to the fire to see if they're worth it. And the answer today is most assuredly not. Uh, we're looking at Boris Johnson and the ridiculous party gate that beneath the silliness is a very important story. Um, as the title of this podcast makes clear, I am entirely against Mr. Johnson's continued political existence. No, Boris, the rules are not just for little people. It's time for you to go. Beneath the silliness, there's a very serious thing going on here. The story reminds me of Leona Helmsley. Those of you who lived in America in the go-go 80s and early 90s remember the story of Leona Helmsley, who was a New York businesswoman who was caught cheating on her taxes and having been a tyrant to all those who worked for her when once pushed by federal prosecutors as to why she wouldn't pay her taxes. She snapped in truly elitist fashion and said, taxes are for little people. And the problem with this let us eat cake Marie Antoinette attitude is that when an elite has one set of rules for the people and another set for itself, it's a thing that in the modern world drives people absolutely crazy. And that's what Boris has done. He's said his entire life, rules are for the little people. I went to university at St. Andrews in Scotland, and it was one of the happiest experiences in my life. I had a world-class education. Literally, the people there taught me to think, how to be happy, how to be a modern adult in a perfect sense of the world, to live up to the Greek notions of having a happy life, a considered life, a vigorous life, a life full of friends, full of love, full of ideas, full of thinking. And so I have nothing but good things to say about St. Andrews. If you have children, send them there. I can't recommend it enough for what it did for me. But when I was at St. Andrews, I met a certain kind of English aristocrat or pseudo-aristocrat who thought the rules were indeed for little people. And I've spent my life going to school then with the Boris Johnsons of their time, people who drink all night, come to, to come to class with lipstick on their collar, and try to bluff their way through an assignment speaking some faux Latin badly as though that made up for genuine erudition. Rather than being deep, they skimmed the surface of life, expecting everyone to clean up things for them. Or as F. Scott Fitzgerald said about the Buchanan family in the classic The Great Gatsby, Daisy and Tom were careless people who broke things and left other people to clean up their messes. And this is Boris Johnson. He's a 2-2, third-rate British student who thinks by spouting some Latin and can get him out of living by the rules the rest of us do. And up until recently, nobody much cared. Everyone was in on the joke about Boris Johnson. He was a man easily underestimated with a Houdini-like sense of self-preservation who was smarter than his detractors gave him credit for. This got him through getting Brexit done, though I think the genius of Dominic Cummings explains most of that. This got him through the pandemic, where occasionally, despite a lot of panicky flip-flops, he made the right call, such as leaving Britain open through the new year, as he's recently done. But always with Boris, there was this sense that self-destruction would get in his way because he didn't think the rules were made for him. They were made for the peasantry. And that in a modern Republican system, or even in a constitutional monarchy such as Britain, eventually this was going to come back to haunt him, as it has over these last couple days. Boris has defied calls for his resignation um, in the middle of this month as the Tories plummet to their lowest poll numbers in about a decade. They find themselves 10 points behind the Labour Party. This is because Boris attended a party in the number 10 garden in May 2020, 
Um, and he said he thought that it wasn't a party, but rather it was a work function. Uh, and, and, and that this has been the kind of seat of the whole problem, while at the same time, he put the entire country under pandemic quarantine, that this was the key thing that he was working on, that the rest of us had to suffer. And indeed, even the queen had to mourn Prince Philip at this time suffering about what went on, while at number 10, they were having a bring your own bottle party, and everyone was out in the garden enjoying the nice weather in May that this is what was going on, and that this was somehow okay. Again, one set of rules for the people and another set of rules for the elite. And even the queen herself was included in this, who was forced to mourn Philip alone, while literally a day or two before Boris attended another party. When confronted with this ridiculously on a Helmsley-like situation where he thought the rules didn't apply to him, Boris typically lied. Unfortunately, he lied badly. He lied badly in such a way that we all can see that he does indeed think the rules are not for him. He said he only attended the party for about 15 minutes. At first, he didn't comment on whether he'd actually been to the party. Then he said he attended the party for only about 15 minutes. Turns out it was 25. And then he said, although he went to the party, he thought it was a work situation, to which Ryanair had a ridiculous and very funny response where they showed a caricature of Boris Johnson wearing a party hat with a glass of wine in his hand saying, I thought this was a work event. The reason he has to say this, that he thinks it's a work event, is if it's not a work event, Johnson lied to Parliament. And if you lie to Parliament by tradition, you have to resign. So the only way he can get around this is to say he did not attend a party, as he had initially said. He thought, incorrectly, it was a work event because when you have a glass of wine in your hand and you're sitting outside with cheese, chatting with your friends, somehow that doesn't qualify as a party. The reason he's reduced to this ridiculous position is that otherwise he lied, and if he lied, he has to resign. Dominic Cummings, in an effort to get back at Johnson, let it be known that in May of 2020, Johnson indeed attended this BYOB, attending this party in the number 10 garden. Um, he then, however, compounded his error by telling the truth. After having to go before the House of Commons and admit this ridiculous argument that either he's a liar or he's a moron, he opted for moron to say he didn't think it was a party when we all know he's a liar. We all know this isn't true. Instead, he then went to the tea room, famously where prime ministers talk to their members over a whiskey, not usually tea, and explain what they're really thinking. Well, after having abjectly apologized and proclaimed himself to be a moron, not knowing a party when he had a glass of wine with cheese in his hand, he then said exactly the opposite. According to those present MPs, and these are conservative MPs, remember, people in his own party, Johnson replied, I didn't mean it. Sometimes you get credit for things in life that you don't deserve, and sometimes you get blamed for things you didn't deserve. In this case, we're all taking a hit for something we didn't deserve. So he's not abjectly apologetic. He thinks this is a hassle he has to go through to maintain his premiership. And the Western elites wonder why people despise them? I, I don't even, this doesn't require much editorializing. If you have one set of rules for human beings and another set of rules for yourself, you aren't going to do very well in a representative system where very quickly it can be made clear that you don't think you are part of the law. Instead, you're above the law. And Boris Johnson, 
whether he was at Eton, whether he was at Oxford, whether he was in the newspaper business, any of it has thought one thing and one thing alone. The rules, as Leona Helmsley would say, are for the little people, not for him in any basic way. And this has been his problem and remains his problem. This is his fatal flaw that will doom his otherwise historically quite significant premiership. But he threw this all on the line and in the midst of immense suffering, where more civil liberties have been cracked down upon in the UK than at any time in its modern history, he's saying, our elite, meaning the people who work for me, work hard and they deserve a break. They don't need to follow the rules that the rest of us have had to follow because they're above them. This might work in normal times and be an annoyance, but in a world historical crisis such as the COVID administration, such as we've seen with what's going on, his administration will not survive. Yes, he's going to limp along. He said he has to wait to hear what a civil servant says about whether this was legal or not. Well, let's think about how government by experts has reached the height of lunacy. He doesn't know if this is right or not. He doesn't know if this is reasonable or not. He needs a civil servant to tell him if any rules were broken. Come on. The reality here is that he thought the rules were for little people. He never thought this would see the light of day. He never thought Dominic Cummings would brief against him. He never thought the press would follow up. He never thought he'd be held to the same standards as the rest of us. And that's why he's in trouble. And that's why the Western elite is despised. Rightly so. Because in this time of immense sacrifice, often needless sacrifice, with hysterical COVID limitations, our elite have decided the rules are not for them. To the point that there hasn't been one party, but there are now talk of three or four parties. It's been a wine bar every Friday afternoon um, in number 10, while the rest of us have had to mourn our loved ones alone, literally in the case of the Queen and many other people have made immense sacrifices, financially gone under, had had to deal with mourning their loved ones' deaths, and instead the people in charge in a Marie Antoinette fashion have gone ahead with their wine and cheese parties. Of course he doesn't need to wait for a civil servant to tell him if this is right or not. And the fact that we think we do is a sign that we've all lost our minds, that we don't all know that this is deeply, deeply wrong. Not just wrong in the silly little party gate notion, but in the bigger notion that the elites do not think that they are, should be held to the same standards in a modern democratic state as the people that they govern, which is why we have this podcast for Patrick Henry in the first place because they simply don't realize that they're the problem and not the solution, as long as they think they're above the rules. Uh, the YouGov poll uh, recently released, though, before the apology, showed that 6 in 10 voters think that Boris should resign, including 38% who voted Tory in the last election. 78% believe the PM has not been honest about the parties. I'm amazed 22% think he's honest. Where have these people been living on Mars? But 78% think he's not been honest about it, including a whopping 63% of Tory voters. Again, they're 10 points behind Labour, the largest gap since December 2013. Boris's comment was, I know that millions of people have made extraordinary sacrifices in the last 18 months. I know the rage they feel with me and the government that I lead. If you know this, why did you an hour later say how unfair it is People are picking on you by holding you to standards. This double-faced act doesn't work anymore. This Churchill Tribute Act, all the great men except the inner fortitude that made him extraordinary, 
This is what Boris is lacking. And this is what I ran into at St. Andrews. There was a type of person who simply thought they could walk between the raindrops their whole life because they'd had a privileged background. And every Jeffersonian sinew in me was against this then and now. And this is what we'll do for Johnson in the end. No, he's not going to go immediately. We're going to have to sit through a bunch of technocrats telling me that the culture of number 10 was wrong. They'll decline to comment on the legality of the matter as if the legality of the matter were the point. It's not the point. It's the doing. It's the mindset that matters. We'll have to wait through local elections in May where the dead man walking will do badly. He'll then say, well, midterm elections, local elections always go badly for the governing party. And then sometime over the summer and into the autumn, the knives will be out for Johnson and he will be done with. But only after this painstaking approach. It is extraordinary to me that a man caught doing this lasts a day. The Tory party in its past has been the most successful modern political party, precisely because it has been highly unsentimental with its leaders. The minute they're unpopular, you look at Lady Thatcher as the great example, the minute they're unpopular, it doesn't matter that she brought them three election victories. With the poll tax, out she goes. But here we're going to see a slow, protracted death motion where Johnson probably won't go immediately, though I certainly hope that he does. Instead, the Tory party will limp along because elites are truly that entitled across the board. The amazing thing isn't that Johnson did that. This is why the podcast was created, based on my suspicion that these people think that they're above the rules, which they're proving over and over every week. I can find material for this column, for this podcast. At the beginning, I thought there wouldn't be enough. That was my naivete. I was wrong. There's plenty to go around. But Johnson truly will cling on to power, won't leave number 10 until the finger marks are on the wall because he thinks, as he said to the people in the tea room, the MPs, that, they're, that this is unfair to him, that somehow he's being picked upon. Rather than the, that he thinks there's one set of rules for him and a draconian set for everyone else. This is what's going to do with COVID hysteria in the end, an elite who cannot follow their own rules. But don't be surprised if on the back of this, there is populism. Boris should go now. He probably won't, but eventually he will go because of this. But more importantly than any legalities, than the culture of Downing Street, than any of the who's the next leader, is the mindset of an elite that thinks the rules are not for them. The rules are for little people. It's up for the rest of us to show them that in a representative system, the rules start with the elite and then trickle down to the rest of us. And on that fiery Patrick Henry note, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for subscribing. And please do give if you want more of this very different kind of commentary on what's going on in the world, uh, holding the Western elite's feet to the fire through the Patrick Henry podcast, or explaining the world one fascinating story at the time through the Around the World in 20 Minutes podcast or through our book serialization. We're just now getting into the depth of the Godfather Doctrine, which I can't wait to get in my best-selling book with A. West Mitchell. For all these reasons, please do give half a Starbucks to us a month, $70 a year, $7 a month, and we will keep holding the feet to the fire of those who desperately need to be held accountable rather than whining about the fact that they think they're above the rest of us when they most assuredly are not. And anytime you want to debate me, Boris Johnson, I'm right here. Thanks a lot and have a great weekend.